Hello sports fans, thank you for joining me here on Sports Box today. And today we're going to be talking about a quarterback who a little more than two months ago no one knew existed. And now he is Minshaw Mania. I mean, Gardner Minshew has blown up in the past few weeks because of his excellent play in the past few weeks as he brings the Jaguars to a 2-2 two and two record and as a starting quarterback to a 2-1 and one record. Now, Gardner Minshew was a six-round draft pick out of Washington State, had a pretty good career at Washington State. But the bigger thing is just what he's been able to do on the field. Now, Gardner Minshew, in the past few games, he has gone for 905 yards, seven touchdowns, one interception, and a 69 completion percentage. Now, I mean, the three teams he's played has had pretty good passing defense. Houston, he threw for about 213 yards, a touchdown, and 97 quarterback rating. And they had the 21st best passing offense. I'm sorry, passing defense. Tennessee, 14th passing defense. He threw about 200 yards, had two touchdowns, had a, uh, a rating of 108, and they did win 20-7 to on a Thursday night game. So a very, very good game by Gardner Minshew. And then the final game that just happened this weekend versus Denver, and he Denver has the fifth-best passing defense, and he threw for about 213 yards and had two touchdowns and had an excellent touchdown throw for himself. Now, I think the big thing about Gardner Minshew and look I think Gardner Minshew is a great quarterback um he's a good quarterback but I'm not buying the hype look I think that we can't buy the hype yet don't get me wrong he's a good quarterback he's a little smaller but he's able to just make plays that just that are astonishing I mean there was one game against uh one play against Denver where he somehow got past four defenders and threw a touchdown to his tight end I mean, it, was, it was an excellent, excellent play. I, I don't really know how to describe it more than that, just getting away from four defenders. Two of those being Bradley Chubb and uh, Vaughn Miller, who, yes, have had a pretty down season this year, but at the same time, they're still elite, elite um, uh, uh, linebackers, uh, and, you know, everyone's going to fear them. So, look, I'm not buying the hype, though. I think that he has to prove just a little bit more. He's only played three games. I would really buy the hype if he played a full season and he showed up. Or even if he just played maybe another 10 games and he was very, very impressive. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start buying hype. But right now, I'm not into the hype yet. He's a good quarterback. He's a solid quarterback. He's going to win you football games. But I, I can't buy into the hype yet. Look, and this is where I'm going to have to see if I really want to buy into the hype. Because his next two matchups are not the easiest. He's playing against the first best passing defense in the Carolina Panthers, which is an away game. Keep in mind, it is a away game in Carolina. And then they will host the New Orleans Saints, who, yes, have a pretty bad passing defense, but at the same time, they have cornerbacks who will show up here and then and they make big plays with Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Williams. So, look, he's going to have to prove himself. These next two games, he's going to have to prove himself. They play Cincinnati the, week, the, the following week after New Orleans. I think that should be an easy one. But these next two games are where he's going to really – where he's going to have to prove people. And I think a lot of people are believing him. And look, I believe in him. I just can't buy the hype yet. And I, I love Gardner Minshew, and I love what he's been able to do. And, I mean, they he's created a culture. I mean, it's like Jaguars football is finally interesting. I didn't really think it was interesting with Nick Foles. But he makes these fancy plays. He has this mustache that people rave about. I mean, if you even go onto the Jaguars, uh, if you go onto the Jaguars uh, page, like if you literally go onto... The Jaguars' uh, homepage, they're selling sets at games of his 
head of his like hair and mustache. I mean, it includes the Minshaw essentials. Like you can go to the game and get these Minshaw essentials. Um, it's it's kind of crazy. It goes with the mustache and a bandana. I mean, this is he's really transformed the culture in in Jag and the Jaguars and uh, Jacksonville. But this brings me to our next question. What do you do with Nick Foles? Because, look, I think some people are forgetting that Nick Foles was the starting quarterback at the start of the season for 2019. No one expected Minshaw to really be this and that. He's He was put on the IR with, a, uh, I believe, a broken clavicle, um, broken left clavicle in the season opener. And he's projected to return week 11, November 17th at the Colts. Look. Here's the here are the two sides to the argument, okay? And I think I'm gonna go with the Minshaw side. Look, if Minshaw is winning games, if he has, look, they're they're what two and two right now, going into week eleven. If Minshaw, I I would say maybe six and four, six and four around there, maybe maybe seven and three. We don't know, uh, but six and four, five and five. <clears throat> look, I say you start him. I don't know really why you wouldn't because he's winning you football games and Nick Foles, keep in mind, yes, it was the season open, did not look great in his first few quarters with the Jaguars. But then you get to the Nick Foles side. You paid him $84 million. You had the hype. You you built around him. <clears throat> that That's the other side of the argument, but I'm still sticking with Minshew. I think Minshew's going to win these football games. Look, I, I don't know if they're going to beat Carolina. I think they can do. I think they have the defense to do. New Orleans is going to be a tough, tough task. I don't think they will. But look, you got Cincinnati. I, I keep Minshew in. I mean, he's winning for you. And I know you gave Nick Foles this money, and I don't know who's going to take up that contract. Um, but do you have a guy on your bench that's making $84 million over four years? I mean, that that's a dilemma that you're going to have to come up as the GM uh, the front office of the Jaguars, but if I was the GM, I'd say keep Minshew in. I mean, he brings excitement to team. You're getting money. I mean, people are coming to see Minshew at these games, and he's winning football games. In the last two weeks, he's won. He's gone two and zero. I mean, I, I know they're playing Denver, and Tennessee, but you're winning football games. It's the NFL. There, no, no game is going to be given too easy. So I'm going to go with Minshew in this case. I know Nick Foles is a good quarterback, but once again, what do you do with Nick Foles? Uh, just off to the Thursday night preview game, uh, we have the Seahawks versus Rams. I'm going to have to give it to the Seahawks. And, ju- and look, the Rams had a terrible, terrible performance last week against the— even though they scored 40 points against Tampa, Tampa scored 55. At home. I mean, the Rams were at home. Their defense was in full stride, and they allowed 55 points. I know Ndamukong and Sue, you know, had a, um, a touchdown, so you mark off a few points. But at the same time, they scored a lot of, a lot of points. And don't keep it. I, I love Mike Evans, and I love Jameis Winston. I think they're good players, but I don't think that's enough to, and Chris Godwin, I just don't think that's enough to put up 55 points, but it happened. Um, it's in Seattle. You're playing against the 12th man. Uh, I, I, I don't see this being, look, the Rams are going to do good. The other problem is Todd Gurley. Look, Todd Gurley is not the same. And I don't think he will be. Like, I, I don't know. We, they haven't gone in depth on what the injury was. And I know they wanted to give him just all the reps he wanted. But I, I don't know if he's the same. I, I I wouldn't. I don't know. And that's the problem. That's where golf struggles. Look, Cooper Cup's great. And they score points. But you need a win game, especially with the top teams in the NFC. And that Seattle's one of those. 
So I, I don't see, you know, the Rams really winning this game. Uh, but I, I will say for Seattle, if they do want to win this game, you got to involve the running backs. The, the linebackers for the Rams have struggled as well as the secondary. Only bright side of that Rams defense last week was their pass rush. Uh, I, you got to involve the running backs. Look, Tyler Lockett, he's a, he's a good receiver, but they're going to definitely key on him. Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, I'm expecting big games. I mean, if they want to win, those are the two guys that are going to need to get big games. Because, I mean, look, they got Eric Waddle back there in the secondary, and they're obviously going to key on Lockett. I mean, there's not really a guy. DK Metcalf, he's good. I don't think he's the number one guy yet. I think he can get there. But at the end of the day, we'll really have to see what they're able to do. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I'm your host, Jude, as always, signing out.